0: No purchase necessary. you're prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.
1: My little crypto, and this is a script.
0: I want to equip you and
1: use against my enemies, yeah. You see, I want to save you, and then learn how to raise you. But I forget you're from the
0: wilderness. Uh.
2: Spooky house. Spooky house. <laughs> what is up, Evan?
1: I tell you one thing, man. Well, I wouldn't like to live in a spooky house, would you? I surely wouldn't. No Eamon. way. I surely wouldn't. No way.
2: Would you believe we were in a spooky house before the two of us? Why is
1: this? This is like a call back to old episodes when I had amnesia and couldn't yeah. remember about poems. Okay. Yeah, all right.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Suffer from amnesia is my co-host Eamon. Um if you're new, you you might realise that, but yeah, he has actually had some brain damage in, mm. in one of the haunted houses we were in in the past. One of the many, ladies yeah, and gentlemen. Yeah. Allegedly. Lots. I don't yeah. remember, but I, I would imagine. Yeah, yeah. So here's a new poem, Eamon. Mm, this might please. this might refresh your memory. Mm. We are lost in a house that's large and strange. There's lots of secret passages, or sorry, there's lots of secret messages, even in window panes. This stairs appears to be something queer. It goes very high, but leads nowhere. As we go back down, we hear a ghoulish sound, a knock and a scream, but nothing can be found. A foul smell permeates the air too. It's at that point, Eamon tells me there's poo. Of the Weetabix variety, he's filled his (laughs) pants. Mm. With a chocolate wagon wheel, what is the chance? (laughs) This house is pretty creepy. We want to get out. Monsterful's podcast, the best one about. Oh, Now, Eamon, there you go. How'd you like that one?
1: Mm. It's bringing back memories. Bringing back memories because that time, this must have been the time that we visited the Winchester (laughs) house, was it?
2: It was and they, oh. it was actually the subject of this episode I don't uh, know if you knew that No I didn't uh, okay,
1: um, yeah. I didn't but I think it'll, an awful lot of information And factual knowledge about the Winchester House well, The Winchester um. House <laughs> for um, sure. The Winchester House The Worcester Okay so I Shit myself in the Winchester mm. House oh, okay. uh, You put a wagon wheel in your pants mm, Yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. Um Okay okay let me a second now Let me see if I can get it back for this Hmm mm. <laughs> uh I shit myself in the Winchester house. <laughs> Got so scared when I saw a mouse. It's like an Escher painting in the Winchester house. <laughs> ghouls everywhere. Sarah's building loads of rooms. Cause her husband made lots of guns. And she's surrounded by ghouls in the Winchester house. Dum, dum 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 dum
0: shit myself in the Winchester house <laughs> dum, dum 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 shit myself
2: very <laughs> good wow oh. that was on your best I think there Emma oh I I Rob yeah I shit myself in my uh, own house fuck's sake. <laughs> my own that's house. not professional Emma now it's a really oh. warm night as well that's gonna be really smelly I tell you warning even,
1: even without shitting at the moment your arse just smells like a zoo like it's yeah. there's no it's just oh man yeah, it's so it's, bad right now.
2: So, so yeah, bad. we're recording live in the middle of a smelly, stinky heat wave here in Ireland and our rooms are not adapted to no. warmer climates. They're very sturdy. The walls here, they're made for the wet, they're made for the cold. We don't have AC. So and obviously when we record, we talked about this on MiniFuzz a couple of weeks back have to keep the windows closed. Mm. So, you know, we're professional. We're sweating just for you guys here. Yeah. It's, it's like working in a, a bread factory, I mean. Mm, that bread is. factory gets quite warm, did you know?
1: I would imagine so. Or working in a linen factory, I'd say, that is is, quite difficult.
2: That shit is bananas as well, actually. Did yeah. you
1: ever do that, like, uh, up in Celtic linen? I know a few, few no. people have worked up there.
2: No, but I, I've worked in kitchens, so they were fucking yeah, yeah, me too. ridiculous in the middle of the summer. Like, I mean, it was just, like, if you fucking melt. But... What is up, everyone? I am Rob. And I am Eamon. We are Monster Fuzz. Today we have a juicy, juicy episode about Sarah Winchester and her bizarre house. Now, Eamon, can you believe we got a little bit of negative feedback about our intro length there last week? Um, Some guy was like, listen for like the first six minutes and you were still talking about, he hadn't talked about the subject matter, so I'm done, right? Ah, sure. So let me just explain let me just let me just tell people about the fucking crack here right pal (laughs) there's the crack (laughs) mate is you know essentially all these podcasts you listen to are you know we are independent we're doing our thing so for the first few minutes we do our own ads these are our own organic home homemade monster fuzz ads designed to support the product that we make and help us in doing that Product, so that is why we do these ads. If you were watching a stupid fucking bullshit film on TV, right? <laughs> this is like something that the lad that left this comment, some bullshit that you'd be watching, right?
1: He probably walks out of the cinema when they start being yeah. like Lionsgate films. He's like, "Where the fuck is Wonder Woman or whatever the fuck?"
2: Yeah, exactly. Yeah, if you are watching her bullshit film on <laughs> fucking TV, right? An hour and a half fucking bullshit ass film. It's got fucking twenty minutes of ads or some shit, right? And half the film is cut out as well to make space for ads. So, you know, our podcast about an hour and a half long. It's got a little bit at the start. There's a button right on your fucking podcast player. Hit skip. That's it. That it's that easy. I don't get why people would spend the energy on doing that. Uh, it's like, why would you even comment that? It's just redundant. Just it probably like
1: took him six minutes
2: to comment, What's the name <laughs> of this podcast? A monster fuzz podcast. I can't, no, it's not that one. Oh, I'm it's, all, tell it's this these guy here. It's right? okay, about going,
1: them talking at the start.
2: Where's <laughs> the, all right, there's a post now. We'll comment on this. Listen, I don't want to fucking hear your shitty opinion, right? (laughs) Listen, either you fucking listen or you don't. Move on. There's plenty of other podcasts. But basically, it's all supported. It's all supported by. To people who listen to us, and that's it. And right. so you know, you might be listening to your Joe Rogans. Them cons do ad reads too. So that's just a, that's just the way it well, is. You if know, if
1: Spotify give us five hundred million, yeah, be no <laughs> to, yeah we'd be like, yeah, no ads. We go straight. We'll be actually start in the middle of the episode. Watch, listen. If the six, <laughs> if the six minute man is listening now, this is what it'll be like. Right? Are you listening, yep. you listen So out of nowhere, we we'll just go and build it. She did. Winchester <laughs> left New Haven and headed for California. Yep. We can get straight into it like that,
2: buddy. Mm. If that's what you want. You yeah know? exactly so um, we would hope that people come to the podcast for a little bit more than just oh they're not talking about the topic after six minutes I'm out Um, so that's just that's just to let you guys know where we're coming from and also in the future for Patreon we will be adding ad free episodes so mm. yeah, we, will re- we will even remove this intro part as well that'll be gone you get two episodes
1: crack. you'll get like shitty Robin Eamon talking shite yeah. bit and then the actual episode
2: yeah exactly so so, just so you know, that's where we stand, motherfucker. What was his name? What was I can't, his name? You I can't fucking remember. tell me his name
1: online. I can't remember. tell it to me now on no. the air. I can't remember. Coming but, after him.
2: But guess what's coming now, you little shits? An ad. We're on Patreon, <laughs> patreon.com forward slash monster fuzz. So over there, guys, yeah, you guessed it. You get your vlogs, your episodes, songs, merch, all that for your moolah. I stream on Twitch at Monster Fuzz Podcast. You can jump over there and see Final Fantasy VII streams. I'm working through that game at the minute. Final Fantasy VII, origin story of Monster Fuzz Podcast. There will mm-hmm. be no Monster Fuzz without Final Fantasy VII. True. Check out the link in our description for all of that stuff, guys. And where do they send in their stories? Where do they complain mm. that they entrust too long, yeah. etc.?
1: If you just are listening to this right now and you're like, what the fuck are these two morons even talking about? Mm-hmm. Send in your disdain and you're, you're just... Your fucking yep. fervent, vigorous, angry emails. Hate. hate. Send your hate to monsterfuzzpodcast at gmail.com. Um, what other things can you do in six minutes? Have a wank. Uh, yeah. what, what else can you do in six minutes, Rob? You could um, make toast.
2: Not a lot, right? You could boil, boil the kettle. Minor things. Nothing too significant. Um, but, guys, if you want to send in a call in, a voice note, do go to speakpipe.com forward slash monster and it's just as easy as visit the page and yeah there's the you can hit the record you can do it through your phone super simple super easy we love hearing from you so please do that uh also guys Apple Podcasts or iTunes. Anyone that has an iPhone or a MacBook or anything like that, you mightn't use Apple Podcasts or iTunes. Just consider dropping us a review on that app if you just have the app installed. It helps a lot because our listener base, most of them are on Apple Podcasts. So, giving a good review helps them or helps our podcast be found. I suppose you could say. So, yeah, guys, that's it. Now, um, and you know, fuck me, eleven minute intro. I'm not listening anymore. Ah, um, uh, yeah, but you and me were busy. It's eleven minutes for
1: us, but for them it's not because we uh, we started talking True. for three minutes. True. So this is a good True. like this is a like quap. Wow. This is probably seven, six, seven minute intro. So he's Probably right. Suckers. He had his he had his he had his time
2: about right to be fair. He did, yeah. But, I mean, look, some of them minutes Eman, were poems and songs. I mean, that's premium content. I that's, mean, that's, that should be behind, that, that should be behind a paywall,
1: as far as I'm concerned.
2: <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So, this, Emmon is probably the closest thing to a Resident Evil house in real life, yes. I suppose. Because yes. the first thing I thought about with Winchester House is that, you know, like, you know when you play Resident Evil or any game like it, mm. you're like, this is great. But the the mansion you so saw for our listeners that have never played Resident Evil, it, the first game is set in a mansion that's kind of bizarre. It has a lot of like weird, strange mm. things that basically when you're playing it, you would be like, this is not really... No one would build
1: a house like this.
2: Yeah, yeah. No one would build a house like this. It doesn't really make sense. Not that it has to in the the context of a game, but, you know, it does cross your mind a bit. You're like, mm. what the fuck? Who would live in a house like this? But Eamon... Yeah, Winchester House seems to be pretty much The real life Resident of the it, Evil House right? It
1: totally is, yeah, like you can imagine And obviously it's not in Winchester House But you know that one where you get the two fucking The green eye and the blue eye for the tiger mm-hmm. or The red eye and the blue mm-hmm. eye in the mansion Like this house is yep. like It's like, the, what would you say That tiger eye bit is like a Hyperball Of what fucking this house is You know yep. what I mean, like Resident Evil is Is an exaggeration Of this actual Winchester Mansion
2: Exactly, yeah. When I first seen this Winchester House, I'll be quite honest, only recently it mm. appeared on my radar. I was like, we have to do an episode about this. this is, yeah, yeah. This a is a, as a, as a great story. So, Eamon, um, do you want to jump into the intro here and oh, yeah. uh, tell us a little bit about Sarah Winchester there? I certainly will. Yeah. So, Miss Sarah Winchester was mm-hmm. at one point one
1: of the wealthiest women in the entire world, uh, whether you believe it to be flat or globalist. So, mm. having prematurely lost her husband and child in separate incidents, Sarah decided to head west to California from her home in Connecticut and mm. create an elaborate and ever-evolving mansion full of bizarre rooms and set pieces, including stairs that went absolutely nowhere.
2: Stairs to nowhere.
1: The highway to hell. The the stairway <laughs> to, to nowhere. Uh, here's the yeah. mass reshaping. <laughs> Allegedly, she was convinced that she was cursed by the spirits of those killed by the Winchester rifle. Yeah. And the only way to protect herself was to continually add on and expand her California home.
2: Yeah, so that's a a quick sort of synopsis about Mm. to sort of set the scene. If you want to get into it, we can say that she was born in 1840. Long time ago, Eamon? Yep,
1: 1840. uh, Just famine Esque famine, famine, circa famine times. If you're in Ireland, Ireland, right? Yeah, yeah. She's obviously quite affluent, affluent, so she's doing very well.
2: Yeah, yeah. So she was born in 1840. Sarah Winchester grew up in a world of privilege. She spoke four languages, I suppose, which would have been unusual for the time. Mm -hmm. She attended the best schools around. She married well and eventually gave birth to a daughter, Annie. However, tragedy struck in her late 20s when Annie died followed by the death of Sarah's husband William more than a decade later. So after William's death in 1881, Sarah inherited roughly 20 million which right now is worth about half a billion. Wow. Um as well as 50% of the Winchester Arms company which left her with a continued Income equal to about a thousand a day at the time, which is somewhere to the tune of about twenty seven thousand dollars per day in twenty twenty one, which is crazy. Mm. Sarah was now the wealthiest woman on the planet. Well, she was one of them. Yeah. uh, At this time, so there's good money in shooting that. She was
1: probably the wealthiest woman that wasn't a monarch.
2: Yeah. Right. Yeah. 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 I'd say so. So she was probably Mm. at the time the most powerful woman on the planet in terms of monetarily. Yeah. yeah. Um so it does show that even back then I mean great money in shooting lads. Yeah, look, it's
1: it's that one hobby that just it really never goes out of fashion. Shooting lads massively
2: popular. You'd wonder as well, wouldn't you, why why it was so popular back then even. Um, um, well I'd say at that time you're talking like
1: like that's almost cowboy times. I suppose you know what I mean yeah. that's so I'd say every you'd need some guns and then hunting must have been such a such a such a, a massively or a more a more of a, a way of life back then you know
2: so crazy though, is not mm-hmm. where like basically the ultimate implement for like killing people became like such a huge seller It's so lucrative you yeah. know yeah like as soon as a gun was made everyone was like oh I want one
1: yeah. <laughs> yeah Well man if you live Because if you think about living back in those times it, And I'm not saying that now is the fucking perfect time for gun crime or shit But what I mean is that There no. was a lot more lawlessness Back then You know what I mean And there was probably yeah. much more of a A feeling that you needed to protect yourself You know I would imagine
2: mm. A lot of highwaymen Bandits mm. um,
1: Lads acting the bollocks Lads acting the bollocks, and now look, we still have lads acting the bollocks. Certainly here in Ireland, we called it blackguarding. Yeah, uh, in 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 Munster, but yeah. <laughs> but I, I would sorry spent a week in Munster last week. Um, All right, nice. But, but I would so say, you're yeah, blackguards, full of blackguards and blaz mm. loves them.
2: So, yeah. so she was newly in possession of this massive fortune and struggling with the loss of her husband and her daughter. These were indeed two big blows. In you know ten years that she had, she turned to a medium, a psychic, mm. mystic Meg. You know, put him down
1: I, in the second fucking round, out in a stretcher. You've been, <laughs> you've ah, been to mediums, have you? Yeah, I was about to ask you the same question. Uh yes, I there was. Remember the remember we were talking about this? there's a woman in the bullring.
2: Yeah, yeah. And For our new to, listeners, we fill them in.
1: Yeah, so basically in Wexford town, there's like a little market stall, mm-hmm. uh, kind of in the centre town called the Bull Ring. So it would have been like a cow market, I suppose, way back when. Um, mm. But they do this thing on a Saturday where they'll have a lot of different stalls. So there's people selling uh, sort of books, crafts, uh, bric-a-brac. Um, there was a medium there. There's some guy they sell. They sell like a. It's a pin shack. So they just have loads of cool little like fucking badges yeah. that you can buy. But there's loads of mad stuff down there. So it's a cool little place. um. But yeah, this mm-hmm. lady, it was like, I don't know, tenor for two people or something. So I had gone in, uh, I had gone in with an ex of mine. And uh, she like, again, look, you know, you talk about people who can cold read and all that sort of stuff. You got the yeah. impression from this woman that she was just like she seemed legit because even when i was talking right. to her she kept me there a long while i went down by myself one day and i was just like killing time i was like fuck it i'll do this for the laugh but um yeah she was like she was just saying to me she's like "Ah, oh, fuck it i gotta get out of this like i'm fed up doing this fucking pam bullshit and she was talking about just like i'm just gonna leave and sure look if i end up on the street i end up on the street and i was like well look you would know if they- <laughs> if that's gonna mm. happen so um but yeah, she it was it was quite insightful. They never that's really that's very tell true. You, can, they, can they read, yeah, read can their, their own, their own palm? Yeah. There was there was a woman I used to work with years and years ago uh, when I was a student in one of the hotels here in town, and she would talk about how she was able to read palms. And I asked her like to describe it to me one day, and she said, "Well, yeah. basically, she said when I look at your palm, sometimes I'll see stuff like I might see water." And she goes, oh. I don't know exactly what it means. So all I can say to you is like, I'm seeing there's something to do with water here. There's someone in water. And it's like, right. she's, but again, she was like, she had no reason to talk shit to me. Uh, she was a good bit older than me. I'd say she was pushing 60, uh, okay. maybe past 60, but very nice lady. And like, you know, would just, uh, yeah, was just explaining to me how it worked for her, you know, which was interesting. What
2: What I'm trying to get at is have you had any information from a medium that has sort of come true? Has there been any points of time in the last, like let's say you were in a medium 10 years ago. Mm. Has there been any points in the last, in, in that amount of time where you were like, oh yeah, actually what the medium said has kind of happened.
1: Um, Yeah, to a certain extent. Yeah. The, uh, the big one that's coming up is she said that in four, she said to my mom that in four years, Something was going to change. She didn't say what it was exactly, but she said something was going to yeah. change. And we're like maybe a year off that now. So oh, wow. I'm I'm curious to see, even if I can notice myself, if there's any sort of shift in the dynamic of the family or whatever, you know?
2: Hmm. What do you reckon, Evan? What do you think it is?
1: Maybe she starts having a mad, sordid affair or something <laughs> with some 25 year old, like, you know, Italian bull. Right. <laughs> and she's uh she you know, maybe she's cheating on me dad with some young fella. Uh that would certainly be a change. It would certainly be a change. Yeah, it would be. Mix it
2: up. Yeah, I I'm kinda I don't know about mediums, you know. Sometimes I mm. I've heard people say that they've had great experiences. Um I need to get one on the podcast. Uh maybe yeah. it's a patron exclusive episode. So if anyone knows like if any of our listeners know mediums that have podcasts or are on social media quite a lot. They're quite active and, and are comfortable with coming on. I don't want to talk to fucking, some fucking old hag down the road or anything. I'm talking about people that are actually like well-known and can articulate what they're talking about pretty well. If 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 anyone could find that, please do drop us a message. Uh, we'd like to have a chat with them, just not even an interview, but fuck it, let's get our futures right, and Let's do that shit. Mm-hmm. I don't know whether we have to be in the same room for that. I hope that she just says,
1: listen, you're going to need to get sunglasses because yeah, your future so is bright. so bright, so bright.
2: Yeah, she she might say that. <laughs> she That'd might say that, you know. <laughs> but so so yeah. To, to to get back to Sarah, she was really, you know, struggling with these losses, mm. and, and and oftentimes, you know, mediums are accused of preying on people mm. with you know that yeah. are going through a lot. And of I'm grief. sure
1: I'm sure some of them. I'm not sure. I know that there's a lot of charlatans out there as well. And it is a, it's a dangerous thing, man, especially if you're in a vulnerable position, you've lost someone close to you to have someone prey upon that and to monetize it to knowingly. Cause I think some of these people might naturally be really good at cold reading yeah, without knowing yeah. they are, you know? Yeah, yeah. Um. But yeah, this stuff to monetize someone's misfortune is fucking gross.
2: Gross. But can also be maybe uplifting if the person coming to you uh, believes in what you're saying and what you're mm. saying is a positive, positive message, then maybe you could argue that, well, yeah, no yeah. one's getting hurt, and maybe they're well, getting that's some it. strength Look, from if it.
1: They, if they go there and you do like a session with them and they leave feeling better and they don't need to come back and get like mm. addicted to your thing. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I can get that. But if you're just trying to make money off people who've lost children and partners and shit
2: like that's that's fucking ill. Do we need to set up like a a medium regulation board them um, so we can go around? I'm gonna be enforce... the head of it. I'm gonna be yeah, like, nice. Yeah. So she was she was tore up. Mm. She went to this medium and she hoped perhaps to get advice from the beyond as to how to spend her huge fortune and what to do with her life. You know, she was left without her husband, no children, mm. really at a loss. You know, you have yeah. this money and everything is is going on. So
1: it does it does go to show you as well that you can be making. Effectively twenty seven grand a day, which is yeah. like that's that's more than if you were to make the minimum wage in Ireland, just yeah. and worked forty hours a week. Like that's more than what you would make on that. Do you yeah, know what I mean? Like that, yeah, yeah, yeah. And you make that a day, like that's a mm-hmm. serious amount of coin. Mad. So uh, just to give you that idea as well, you know, it it does go to show money doesn't mean everything. You know, mm-hmm. if, if you know, it's it's the other things in life that'll get you through. Certainly for Sarah here, anyway. Mm-hmm. Though the exact specifics remain uh, unknown between Sarah and the median, the story goes that the medium was able to channel her dearly departed William. Oh. Now, he advised Sarah to leave her home in New Haven, Connecticut, and head west to California. As far as what to do with her money, William answered that too. He said she was to use the fortune to build a home for the spirits of those who had fallen victim to Winchester Rifles. Lest she be haunted by them For the rest of her life Spooky stuff isn't it And can you imagine how many ghosts That could encapsulate Like that must be a huge amount of people Right
2: You're the fucking king of the ghosts You're Aragorn and fucking Return mm. of the King When he jumps off the ghost ship With all the fucking ghosts And fucks up all the orcs and goblins and shit <laughs> That's exactly who you are at that point Because mm. Winchester Rifles Killed so many people
1: that, yeah, exactly. And they were the rifle. Yeah. And if you subscribe to the idea like Edward Gase, the the famous medium from I think it was maybe the early twentieth century, mm. uh, but he said that animals had some sort of collective spirit.
0: Which I like would it. mean
1: if the fucking if you like if if you have to fucking deal with the ghosts of all the wolves that you killed, or the fraction of the ghost of the collective wolf spirit or whatever, like you're talking about a serious amount of fucking bumps in the night there that that poor woman has to put up with.
2: Exactly. Spooky stuff. So Ooh. she built the house, Emin.
1: She did. She did. Um, yeah. She left New Haven and she headed for California. Now, it is possible that she was simply seeking a change of location and a hobby because she's obviously going through a mm-hmm. fairly uh, intense episode of depression um or sad brain. Mm. Uh, other sources say that Winchester came to believe her family and fortune were haunted by ghosts and that only by moving west and continuously building a house to hide from the spirits that fell to the forearms of her late husband uh was 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 what she had to do. Mm. Now, while doing the notes, you were saying you saw plenty of references to uh the public blowing sarah's bizarre behavior out of proportion
2: yeah yeah but like upon doing the notices it was fairly evident that mrs winchester at least partly believed in her curse so mm. so like there was two sides to it you know there was there was things i was reading where people were like oh you know most of this is an old wives' tale It's blown out of proportion but when you look into it first off the most obvious thing is hang on this house is fucking mental yeah. Like, this house was not built by someone who was like, ah, sure, I'll just build a big house. Like, this house Ooh. is fucking bananas. Yeah, yeah.
1: And she had, you know that she had, like, I don't know if you have it in these notes, but she would have contractors work on the house, take down what they built. But yeah, she yeah. had like guys just basically, like, yeah. jogging on the spot.
2: Yeah, yeah, it's it's crazy stuff. Yeah, it's all here and uh, various design elements of the house itself incorporated the number thirteen, including in like, if you look, there's like window pens that have like dots and they'll all be thirteen, and there's things in the ceilings and and it'll be all thirteen. And when she died, get this, Eamon, she left a will written in thirteen sections, and it was signed. 13 times
1: jesus christ so rob what what's the crack with the number 13 like what's going on
2: right so yeah i did a bit of research because i was like yeah what is you know where does the number 13 thing come from because we hear about it all the time so fear of the number 13 has a specifically recognized phobia and it's called bear with me here folks Triskaidekaphobia. phobia hmm. A word that was coined in 1911.
1: So she was like afraid of 13 before it was popular to be afraid yep. of 13. Yeah, oh, she was okay. She was a
2: trailblazer for the, <laughs> the hatred of number 13. The superstitious sufferers of triskaidekaphobia try to avoid bad luck by keeping away from anything numbered or labeled 13. As a result, company and manufacturers use another way of numbering or labeling to avoid the number with hotels and tall buildings being conspicuous examples. Yeah. The 13th floor. I That's mean, right. They miss missing, don't they, almost? Yeah,
1: in, a, in America especially. Like, in Ireland, we don't have a whole lot of buildings mm-hmm. that go above 13 floors, to be fair. Um, but in America, yeah, I've heard that you just go 12 to 14
2: yeah, yeah, and that's not the first time I've heard that either. Hmm. And Maybe um,
1: some of our, because uh, I know we have a good few American listeners, but yeah, if you could give us some examples, maybe if you live in a high riser and is there a 13th floor or does it just go, does it just skip it completely?
2: Yeah, because, you know, hearing contrasting examples would be great. So if, if some people can find... Oh, this building has no 13. This Mm -hmm. building does have 13. It'd be interesting to figure out because you could figure out the times that they were built. Yeah, yeah. When it was, you know, when when was this information relevant? It's also considered unlucky to have 13 guests at a table. And Friday the 13th has always been considered an unlucky day. True. But why, Eamon? It's because the Last Supper. Ah, Jim Caviezel At Jim Caviezel's Last Supper, there were 13 people around the table, counting Christ and the 12 apostles. Some believe that it is unlucky that one of those 13, Judas Iscariot, was a betrayer of Jim Caviezel. (laughs) From the 1890s, a number of English language sources relate the unlucky 13 to an idea that at the Last Supper, Judas, the disciple who betrayed Jim, was actually the 13 to sit at the table, Emma.
1: Ah, I see, I see, I see
2: So that's, like, we're trying to figure out, you know, where this all began Where it's all coming from
1: And it must be, I mean, you'd imagine that would have roots in biblical stuff Do you know what I mean? Like, an awful lot of this stuff has roots in in, in the Bible Now, I would say this, man Like, I know, obviously, as we said previously Jesus was his own dad who put original sin in us And then had to make Jesus to go down to die for the sin that he originally put into Mm -hmm. us To save us from that Like, you know, whatever about the sense that it makes but Jesus was also human, right? So he had human yeah. emotions. He had. We saw him fucking lose his shit at the church that day when they were selling, like, goats and all outside the church. And he yeah, went mad and started happy. breaking the place up. He's like, this is my father's house. Yeah. You know, he has got all fucking angry. Yeah. Can you imagine how frustrating it must be to have dinner with someone who you know is going to fuck you over in the worst way possible after dessert?
2: Yeah, I mean...
1: Do you know what I mean? I've been on some it's dates like, before. I've been like, d- <laughs> you know? I mean, like what, this is not going to end well for anybody.
2: It's like having a, a dinner with our bad reviewer, you know. It's what it's like you're sitting mm. with him and you're like, you fucking bitch. Yeah, and you're going to give me a one. Out Do of you know? I feel like tomorrow, I sure. feel it's like uh, after this dinner. Oh yeah. If he to if he the can the get through nicer. the
1: first six minutes today, he's going to be fucking. He's, he won't <laughs> like it. But uh, I feel like that Pantera song. Just give me ticketed ticketed six
2: minutes alone. for sure. salt. Back to 13. Yes. Full moons are another possible case. A year with 13 full moons instead of 12 posed problems for the monks in charge of calendars. Ah, very good, yeah. Mm, This was considered a very unfortunate circumstance, especially by the monks who had a charge of of the calendar of 13 months for that year, and it upset the regular arrangement of church festivals. For this reason, 13 became... Unlucky. It was an unlucky Mm. number. Yeah, yeah. However, a typical century has about thirty-seven years that have thirteen full moons, compared to sixty-three years with twelve full moons. And typically, every third or fourth year has thirteen full moons. These are some, but not all, possible explanations for the number twelve being spooky. But really, fuck knows. We don't actually know. Um, I did. You know, again, Mm. this was another little part of this episode where I was like, I'll go off and figure out the number thirteen, like, Mm. because I wanted to get inside. Mrs. Winchester's head here, Eamon. Yeah. And I wanted like, to find out why Why was the number 13, like, was there any sense to it in her head? Do you know what I mean? Yeah.
1: I mean, yeah, it's, it's, it's curious because, I mean, I think those examples you have there are really good examples of why people were, you know, didn't like 13 or were freaked out by it. Mm. Why she would want it because she wrote the will you think that she would avoid writing it in 13 lines or avoid signing it 13 times so it's almost like that's almost going towards the the negative you know which is kind of interesting
2: True, maybe embracing some of the darker sides of things. Because, mm. um, you know, there's yeah. a
1: fucking movie about this with Helen Mirren in it or whatever the fuck. I haven't seen that as good? Have I, you I, seen it? I think I might have skimmed it one day. Like, it was wow. on Netflix and I put it on and I was kind of like, I was like, is Helen Mirren still saucy? <laughs> Let's yeah, watch yeah. this movie.
2: Yeah, Helen Mirren eats uh, placentas on toast in the morning for sure. Ah, she's definitely she's got jolu well.
1: foreskins. Yeah. yeah,
2: she's definitely looking well.
1: Um. Anyway, so... We'll get on to the gaff itself, right? Yeah. So in 1884, she purchases an unfinished farmhouse in the Santa Clara Valley and she begins building this mansion, right? Mm -hmm. So carpenters are hired and they work on the house day and night until it became a seven-story mansion. She didn't use an architect and adding on to the building was done in haphazard fashion. So the home contains numerous oddities such as doors and stairs that go nowhere windows overlooking other rooms, and stairs with odd-sized risers. Many accounts attribute these oddities to her belief in ghosts. Environmental psychologists have theorized that the odd layout itself contributes to the feeling of the house being haunted today, which would Mm. make sense, I think. So if we try to do some sort of metrics on it, there's Mm. roughly 161 rooms. That includes 40 bedrooms, two ballrooms, one's completed and one's unfinished, as well as 47 fireplaces, which makes sense, it's a house in the 19th century, over 10,000 panes of glass, 17 chimneys, with evidence of two others, two basement levels, and three elevators. Winchester's property was about 162 acres at one time, but the estate has since been reduced to 4.5 acres the minimum necessary to contain the house and nearby outbuildings. Mm. It has gold and silver chandeliers, hand-inlaid parquet floors and trim, and a vast array of colours and materials.
2: It's one that everyone should really look up some images Mm. um, while listening to this episode. It's such a crazy-looking gaff, like, so cool.
1: Mm. It's kind of hard to describe it and do it justice you know, when you're kind of talking about like stairs that lead nowhere and doors into walls and shit like that. Um, but yeah, really, yeah. really interesting house.
2: Like you said, like it is like an MC and painting yeah, sort of come yeah. to life really, isn't it? Yeah, I think um, so. So one of the more bizarre rooms, and I suppose again, you know, maybe you might've been thinking with just the 13 stuff that, Oh, maybe it's coincidental or whatever. Maybe she didn't really believe in all this stuff. She had a seance room. So Sarah designed a seance room so she could communicate with spirits and talked to them about the building of the house, Eamon. The odd part in this room was that there was only one entrance but three exits. Uh Um, Whatever Sarah had in mind when she created the room was never known.
1: You kind of wonder, is it like, did she almost have... Especially if it's religious, right? Doesn't get into too much of the religion, religious side of this, but Father, Son, and Holy
2: Spirit. Do you know what I mean? Talking to three entities um, and leaving something like that, maybe. Good show, Emin. It's like it's kind of like fucking going into a little or something. There's a lot of entrances, and you can't get out unless you buy something. Yeah, they're like they're trying to get it. out of a little. Oh, it's impossible. Or Aldi? You actually yeah, can't, they can't get out a of a little, little rinaldi until until you have something in your hand and the door opens for you. It's like well, yeah, yeah, they have, the have to be like, sense. we're
1: opening till number three, and then you just have to run <laughs> at full pelt and just hope yeah. they don't catch you. Slide under it like Indiana Jones Temple of Doom shit.
2: That's yeah, crazy. So the weird thing as well with this huge mansion was that there was only one working toilet for Winchester. Ah, Jesus. Yep, and it has been so. If you're like on one wing of the house and you need to take a shite. You're out of luck. Really. You're, in, you're, in, you're, in big you're trouble. out of luck.
0: I'm out of
2: time. <laughs> so it's been said that all other restrooms were just decoys to confuse spirits. Right. Do you reckon ghosts shit, Evan? Do you reckon? Were you like, I thought that ghosts, ghost poo ghost Yeah, weed?
1: I thought ghosts were known to make other people weed a bick. I thought that was like the mm. whole I got so scared, I shit myself. You know, or mm. to try to save face, sometimes a ghost scares you so much, and you just go, "Oh, somebody shit in my pants," you know.
2: I don't think a ghost would need a toilet anyway, so, unless
1: it's like one of those grab by the ghoulies They come up from the
2: toilet and grab you by the toes oh, yeah. You know, yeah, true, That's true, not fun true. Either no, so and apparently, not only did she have these confusing restrooms, this is also the reason why she slept in a different room each night, so she had her restrooms all over the place that didn't work Mm. she also slept in a different room every night which to me sounds crazy
1: it does sound crazy but do you know um that when bruce lee was a kid the the parents used to dress him up as a girl for like till he was four and the reason was that there's a curse on the bruce lee or on the lee family rather Mm. and they wanted to the whatever the chinese ghost was that was out for him they wanted it Pazuzu. to think that it was a Pazuzu probably. Yeah, yeah. Uh, they wanted to think that it was a little girl because they were told that it'd be the first born ah. sons. Uh, so that's, it's funny because you have Brandon Lee, Bruce Lee, I believe yeah. Bruce Lee's brother, older or younger. I can't remember that was killed. And I Jet think Lee. the father's, I don't think it was Jet Lee. Uh, <laughs> I don't think it was him. Uh, right. They They dressed him up as a, I don't know, some sort of. He's he's a trans imposter. biker or something. I don't yeah. know the true the scent of the
2: goats stuff. He's a he's a he's an imposter. But I think um, it's it's unusual and strange. And this is probably the only case in history where you have someone with literally unlimited money, almost building in like this crazy bizarre way. I think this for me is evidence of like someone with the most mental illnesses, but also the most money. Mm. That like they were able to bring these kind of mad ideas to life and just yeah. be like, yeah, I want theirs to go nowhere. Yeah, I don't care. I want, I want this here. I want that here. Mm. And like you never really see that. Like, like even no. if it's something like grandiose, like someone builds a grandiose mansion, you're like, okay, it's a, it's a mansion. Whatever, it looks the same. But I think this is the the only time in history where well, people will argue about this all day, but where someone completely sort of off the she's off the reservation, reservation but has so much money you know
1: yeah yeah I think so and like the thing about making 27 grand a day is you could effectively never stop building like I'm sure mm-hmm. there's construction companies that don't make 27 grand a day
2: oh god gotcha. yeah do
1: you know Absolutely. what I mean like like, yeah. it's a like, yeah it's, it's a really bizarre thing but the other part is she seems to have the wherewithal like she has these mad ideas right she's mm-hmm. constructing this fucking crazy mansion but there's not any reports of her going mental in other ways. Like everything she's doing is mental, but like she's not running down the town in a nappy or anything like that. Do you know what I mean? Like it's 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 not that we
2: know of. Not but. that we
1: know of. But it, it seems like it's it's uh, resigned to the house and the ghosts and the sh- mm. the shame or the guilt of of everyone who's who's been felled by a Winchester weapon. I suppose.
2: Indeed, yeah. So the home's conveniences were rare at the time. At- when they were made. So, these included steam and forced air heating, modern indoor toilets and plumbing, push-button gas lights, and Mrs. Winchester's personal and only hot shower from indoor plumbing. There are also three elevators, including an Otis electric, and one of which was powered by a rare horizontal hydraulic elevator piston. I couldn't really visualise well, how a horizontal hydraulic elevator works, to be quite honest with you. No, me. not exactly. Well, yeah, I don't, I don't know. Well, how and it I,
1: would make an elevator go up and down. Yeah, I don't know. It puzzled, yeah.
2: it puzzled me for a while when I was doing it. So I was like, what the fuck? Most elevator pistons are actually vertical to save space and um, because it makes sense. Mm. But Winchester preferred to have improved functionality of the horizontal configuration, apparently. I mean.
1: oh.
2: Um, But yeah, so she never actually skimped on any of the adornments that she believed contributed to this architectural beauty. Yeah. And
1: it is, I mean, even that picture there with the staircase that effectively leads to the ceiling. Yeah. Yeah. There is something beautiful about it. Like there, it's so weird and odd, but it's very, there's something nice about it, you know?
2: Yeah. It's, I mean it's confusing as hell but it mm. looks pro- it looks professional. I mean yeah. I'd hire, I'd <laughs> yeah, hi- I'd I'd hire, hire her the handy <laughs> Yeah yeah. So um, many of the stained glass windows that were created uh, were created by the Pacific American Decorative Company. And they were designed specially for her. And others by her including a spider web window, Emin, that featured her favorite web design and repetition of the number 13. Of course. Another of her preoccupations as we mentioned earlier which was that uh-huh. this window was never installed sadly, but exists in the so-called 25,000 storage room. So named because its contents were originally appraised to the value of 25k. The value today is inestimable, uh, Inestimable, but 25k would be equivalent to $387,000 in 2020. A second window was designed by Tiffany himself so that when sunlight strikes the prismatic crystals a rainbow is cast across the room. The window it was installed in an interior wall of the room with no light exposure preventing the effects from being seen. So they spent all this money and all this time developing this cool glass and that casts just, a rainbow. Yeah. And it was put somewhere where it'll
1: never see light. That's so bizarre, isn't it? Isn't it? It's so and so wasteful.
2: It's it's mad. But I mean wasteful. even
1: even look at this like Look at this picture just below here that shows all these buildings put together. Like this looks like this. Th- this actually looks like fucking Demetrescu's place in Resident Evil Village, yeah, yeah. but with more outhouses.
2: Yeah, it looks like for our for our listeners, basically, it just looks like um, a sort of a European village, I suppose. Mm, but it's yeah. just all part of the one building, the one house. Yeah. Um, it's- it's it's pretty it's pretty impressive, it's strange, and I suppose it offers some insight into the psyche of mrs. Ooh. Winchester hair,
1: but she you'd be totally shitting yourself like I know you're saying she sleeps in a different bed every night or whatever, like I'd mm-hmm. shit my pants if I lived there by myself like i' I'm, oh, yeah. I'm sure she has look I know she has servants and all the rest yeah, of it, yeah. but I mean she's effectively quite alone there,
2: right. Well, there's lads that will just be able to live there, and no one will find them. Like it's well, that. That's big. very true. Yeah, yeah. Like, it's, it's literally the
1: size of. It's like it's bigger than an apartment complex. Like yeah. it's
2: huge. Yeah, yeah. It, it really. It's hard to to state how big yeah. it is. And when you're looking, make sure you do a, a deep dive on the pictures because. Some of the ones that you see that are just like the sort of Google standard are kind of like makes the house look small. I don't, It doesn't give you the full scope. Mm. But yeah, and tell us about these little staircases. Yeah, yeah. So there's
1: one staircase in particular, which is one of 40. Uh, we were talking about the picture earlier. It yeah. actually goes nowhere and just ends at a ceiling.
2: And there's a lot of these and and a lot of them where you can just like open doors and look up at the ceiling and you're like, yeah, yeah.
1: Like, like there's cabinets and doors that effectively just open into walls, you know, (laughs) and then there's rooms that are boxes within boxes. So it's like you open the door to open a door to open a door. Like it's just bizarre, you know?
2: Yeah. Like Um, you go into a room to visualize how people visualize like you'll open a door into a room and then within that, there's like, I suppose, a large like cardboard a, box yeah. that you can walk into. That's another small room. It's mad. It's because it's
1: like, you know, drywall. There's like, yeah. what, let's say a foot between the, the, the one wall and the other. Yeah. yeah. And it's kind of like this, like drywall. It's like in an inception building, just goes yeah. into it and into it and into it and into it until, and the ceiling's got to come down as you're going in, you know, it's like cray cray. Yeah, very scary. Mm-hmm. Um. Small rooms built within within big rooms, uh, as we've mentioned. Balconies and windows are inside rather than outside. Do you know what's yeah. funny about this, Rob? I saw one of these today, would you believe? Um, really? Kind of, kind of. Yeah. So I was staying at a uh, a cottage up by the Cummerah Mountains there the last two nights. Right. And as I was going down for breakfast one of the mornings, I noticed that as the stairs on the way down there's like a window at the other end of the stairs opposite right yeah. and they have a banister in front of it right. so it's basically got this tiny let's say 2 foot space 2 foot by 3 foot probably mm. that that is kind of the <clears throat> the width of this window and but that's it there's like just it's 2 feet out 3 feet wide and there's a little banister and you can't get to it like
2: that's weird that's it's really
1: strange. strange I could I could almost imagine just a big statue of the Virgin Mary crying <laughs> blood or something do you know what I yeah, mean like something nice. creepy like that yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah balconies and windows that are inside rather than out we've seen that again uh, if anyone wants to go back and listen to our episode on Hauske Castle that also had had windows that pointed inwards so like the that's idea true, was yeah. people would fire arrows into the castle to keep the demonic forces from getting out so it's a back that's to right. front castle very interesting mm-hmm. one um uh, chimneys stop Floors short of the ceiling Floors have skylights It's just mm. bizarre <laughs> uh, A linen closet As big as an apartment Sits next to a cupboard Less than an inch deep <laughs> What? Yeah,
2: yeah, that's mad. mental uh,
1: Right Doors open onto walls One room has a normal sized door Next to a small child sized door uh, Well that's just considerate Um yeah. Another has a secret door identical to one on a corner closet So it can be opened from within the room But not from without the room And the closet drawer doesn't open at all
2: (laughs) It really is like I mean I'm sure the construction team had a lot of fun with this Because they were like Oh what the fuck are we going to be doing over the next few weeks Oh we're building like a room Mm. with stairs that goes from She's like
1: just keep building motherfuckers Yeah
2: it's, it's so bizarre that, like, if you told builders to build something weird, they wouldn't be able... Like, they wouldn't even yeah. think to do this stuff. Yeah, It's, yeah. like, so oddly, specifically weird. Mm. And it is, um, I mean,
1: as we're saying, sort of... It's, it's designed to confuse, but, like, is the actual thing about this just that a ghost is trying to haunt you, and it's like, what the fuck is going on here? Do you know what I mean? Like, it's so... Yeah. Yeah, I mean, yeah. like... In one room, Winchester laid the parquetry in an unusual pattern. So when the light hit the floor a particular way, the dark boards appeared light and the light boards appeared dark. That's mad. That's Crazy. like yeah. bullseye windows give an upside down view of the world. Mm. So even the basic through truths of up and down and light and dark have been subverted in a very magical isn't it it's
2: like kind of like like there's a lot of like sort of there's definitely like almost a magic influence Mm. there or something because it's very yeah yeah unusual thinking for the time
1: And, and you can imagine how um you can imagine how kind of fucking confused and just like perplexed you'd be trying to work your way through it you know Mm. and again getting back to what we were saying before ladies and gentlemen this place where you're talking about doors going into doors going into walls going into rooms things are upside down back to front changing colours this is the size of a village like Mm -hmm. this is massive you know so in 2016 so this is just four or five years ago a secret attic was discovered though there's no proof um It was the same secret storage room. But they didn't find it till 2016, which Mm. is hilarious. Inside the attic were a pump organ, a Victorian-era couch, a dress form, a sewing machine, and various
2: paintings. You'd wonder if there was like some type of like building x-ray they could do to see if they could find Mm. more hidden secrets. I mean, if they're finding things like secret attics only in 2016, you'd have to imagine there's a lot more.
1: You would, can you imagine if you were, like, the surveyor who was called out to, like, you know, do a stock condition survey on, on the fucking house or whatever. Oh, yeah. You would shit your pants going through that by yourself. Oh, absolutely. You'd absolutely shit your pants. Like, that's it, probably a good movie. That would be a good
2: movie, like. Yeah, because it's like, um, you know, it's like those places when you go to, like, a carnival and they have all the mirrors and stuff yeah, to make, yeah. Yeah, like, it changes your perception of everything. Like, this is a real-life house like that. hmm yeah, And so and, to be going around on your own, mm, like, and it's each totally, room not known, you'd probably lose your mind by the yeah, time you come man. out the other end. And it's
1: totally uncanny as well, because all yeah. this stuff seems like it should be a certain way, but then you go to use it and you're like, wait, 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 what? So, like, your poor brain must, even on a really basic sort of motor level, must be going, what the fuck is going on here, man? Do you know? Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Um a year later, rooms that were never open to the public were put on display, including sections of the home that had remained unfinished at the time of Sarah's death. So even 95 years after her death, it seemed that Sarah Winchester's house was still holding on to some secrets.
2: Yep, got to get out those them extra x extra buildings there? Um? Uh, there must be some
1: way of doing something. I don't know.
2: Elon Chad,
1: Chad Elon Musk could be able to figure it out.
2: Yeah, yeah, it's not um, too far from him. Maybe no. he'd be able to sort something out. He'd sort
1: us. Of, but, but uh, we'll ask you this, Rob. So, like, we're looking at how how weird the house is. We've touched on the mediums. We have a, a room with three doors, the séance room. Mm-hmm. What's the story with
2: ghosts up in this place? Ah, yeah, we have a few ghostly ghouls. Because I was thinking, you know, I was like, right, it's all it sounds haunted. That's all well and good. You know, it's it's a weird building, but is there actually any ghosts? So. Mm. We've taken to, to some of the accounts from tour guides. So many of these guys um, from the Winchester Mystery House avoided the corridors of the third floor. It was reported that footsteps and unknown voices were heard on the third floor, but no signs of living people were found in that area. So up first we have what is known as the handyman apparition. Over the years that the house was open to the public many sightings of figures and feeling of coldness and unknown presence were reported the frequent phantom that tourists and guides reported seeing in the house was a man with jet black hair he looked like a former handyman of the house because he was always seen pushing a wheelbarrow and repairing fireplaces guides and visitors reported more ghost stories a tour guide named samantha claimed One of the ghostly sightings in the Winchester house. In one occasion, while she was presenting the daisy room to the tourists, she heard a heavy sigh (sighs) along the hallway. When she tried to look for the source, she saw a small silhouetted figure gliding along the darkened hallway. Miss me with that shit. No, no, no. Mm. No, no, thanks. She bravely went to the hallway, but never saw the figure and just heard the sigh (sighs) again. Samantha believes that this small entity was Sarah Winchester herself. Or perhaps maybe it was Sarah Winchester's dead child. Oh, fuck. Yeah. Jesus. Visitors and guides that went to the basement of the house kept seeing an apparition too. It was believed that the ghost was one of Sarah's loyal employees named Clyde. The ghost of Clyde was seen beside the old coal chute in the basement. Now, Eamon... I did um a bit of research and found a Redditor who was a tour guide of mm. the Winchester House and he did a bit of an AMA on a thread there. So, do you want to read that?
0: Yeah.
1: So, um the creepiest moment I've had in the house was once when I was leading a tour. There was this one door that kept opening and closing. Oh shit. Boom. <laughs> <laughs> I knew that it wasn't the fan because it was pointing away from the door and it wasn't moving I knew there wasn't anyone on the other side of the door because we don't often send people into that part of the house to clean and that's always on a Wednesday mm. this was a Tuesday oh, no. oh fuck my don't ass Tuesday. it's shit on my ass <laughs> it, it couldn't have just been a breeze because that door led to another part of the house that was inside and there were no open windows in the rooms on either side of the door. Still don't know what it was. Also, to add to the creepiness, the room that was on the other side of the door was the same room that Mrs. Winchester passed away in. I'll leave you with that. Very spooky, Eamon, right? Oh, yeah, that's that's not fun. Now, let me ask you this.
2: Miss Winchester never married again, did she? I don't believe so.
1: Hmm. Mm.
2: I think it was a bit. I think it was a bit taboo at the time to right. remarry. Right? I think you were kind of one and done, weren't you? I'm. I'm. Yeah.
1: Potentially. I wonder. does she have like a ham banjo room, like the masturbatory room?
2: Probably, I mean she I had a room so. for everything yeah
1: yeah, 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 she had a room for everything
2: <laughs> So it's probably a room for fucking whatever you want Maybe to the throw, shame
1: like. was so bad on the ham banjo That it was like a, you go into the room Within a room, within a room, within a room, within a room To strum one out Because like you're going to have so many times of people Opening and closing doors that it's impossible true. to catch you It was probably difficult to get the old bloomers Off and all back then, do you know what I mean? true Maybe true. she just needed some some peace and quiet
2: yeah there kind of had to be a sex room really didn't there you would imagine there'd be something
1: with like a leather swing and all wouldn't you
2: yeah you would think so so (laughs) magical have you watched that fucking film yet or what
1: no Get to it, will you? Look, man, I'm
2: busy. You're busy, me Go out and watch Midsummer.
1: <laughs> I'm busy doing stuff, man. I'm <laughs> busy, busy doing stuff and things. And getting right. burned like you want to see, ladies and gentlemen, before getting on to the rest of it. Because we haven't been very comical this episode. We're kind well, of getting into factual, the ghosts. We're getting the factual. Yeah. I'll tell you this, though. Speaking of uh, swimming, I fucking went down for me holidays down to Tremor. Mm. And I ate like an absolute savage and obviously mm. just sat in the sun like a dopey, pasty white mm. fella. And you want to see it was so bad when I got home, just to and you have that sort of round, pregnant belly. Yeah. You know, I was just looking at myself being like, ugh and That's it was radical. just it was almost it was like lit up like Rudolph the Reindeer's nose. Ah. It was just this giant fucking Hideous <laughs> Hideous I oh man, I I tell you what, I looked <gasps> I looked at myself and you know, I nearly was gonna create rooms within rooms within rooms and just strum for the rest of my mm. life because no one would be interested in that shit.
2: No, no. But if you let let me just tell you something, I mean. yeah. If you have time to get sunburned, mm. or if you have time to swim, you have time to watch Midsummer. That's all I you.
1: That's a fair point. I'm gonna watch it tonight.
2: Mm. Watch it tonight. Drink a lot of rum. I tell you what.
1: I'll have a rum. What is it? It's eleven now. Yeah, yeah. I have to work yeah. tomorrow at eight. <laughs> yeah, stay up How long is it? Somewhere. How long
2: is it? It's probably like an hour and a half, probably. Yeah. We'll
1: yeah, we'll, we'll, we we'll 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 drink the flagon. <laughs> we'll yeah. wrap this up. <laughs> we'll yeah. <get> it
2: done. <laughs> yeah. So actually, you know, this house at the time it got the attention of none other than famous magic man Harry Houdini. Wow. So the house is a particular. This is a, a snippet I took from a newspaper, mm. I Evan um actually do you want to read this while i burp yeah you burp there uh yeah. read it with me.
1: big sore red belly the house yeah. is of particular interest to magicians because when houdini played an engagement in san jose in 1924 he visited this house as a guest of two local magicians and was particularly interested in the various rooms that miss winchester was supposed to have communicated with the spirits Houdini made his visit at midnight and apparently was impressed with the house and its particular arrangements but engagements prevented his allowing more time for his investigation of the exposure of trickery of mediums
2: he yeah he, he kind of at the time Harry Houdini was doing like a debunking tour mm,
1: him and his wife used to do that didn't they they go into yeah. the place jira the, people yeah yeah they'd
2: be like these watch out for charlatans, because yeah. i mean there would have been good money in charlatans yeah, really yeah. back then but also
1: harry houdini he was into that like he was into yeah. the to the real stuff so like as we were talking about mediums earlier we're talking about charlatans. but then also saying well look whether these people are cold reading and not aware of it whether yeah. they actually have this this sort of gift that allows them to see beyond sight mm. um he sort of bought into that. He was all against the Sherlins, but he he did believe in the art of mediumship, I suppose.
2: Exactly. Yeah. No, he was open. His mind was open for sure. Um. But to summarize, we don't really know a whole lot about Mrs. Winchester and her actual personal beliefs. Um. Part of it is because her staff were very, very mm, well trained. Remember hearing this? Yeah. And very loyal. So absolutely no one spoke ill of Mrs. Winchester. Uh, after she died, and aside from that, the legend really does live on mm. she actually built an ark as well, which we will get to in just a second um but yeah this was this is the important part now to me emmon like what would you what conclusion would you draw from this at face value like mm. for me to be quite honest with you like the first thing I thought was I was just like, right this is a woman that was probably severely mentally ill but had so much money and influence that no one was really willing to be like ah come on now mrs winchester like she was employing all these people and they were happy they were getting lots of money and maybe even look as i'm talking here i'm getting new ideas popping into my head i'm like maybe they were even sort of milking her of money by encouraging her to build out more rooms and, like, yeah. saying, oh, you, you could do this and you could do that and all this type of stuff, you know?
1: Yeah, potentially. I mean, like... It it's hard seem, to know. It seems like a pretty fucking wild thing for a medium to say, oh, like, if they are a charlatan, Yeah. to say, oh, by the way, your husband just wants me to let you know that you need to keep building the fucking house because these ghosts are going to get you and you need to confuse them. Like, that. Mm. That's, that's a... Do you know what I mean? Like, that. would I mean, be a fairly fucking original thinking charlatan medium to come up with that, right?
2: Well, I mean, probably not. Like, yes, I know. I suppose, like, yeah, maybe not. You're, you're, you're at a crossroads where, you know, spir- spirituality is very popular back then, mm. and, and religion and stuff like that. And then you have this mass killing machine. So if you're a spiritual person, which I would imagine a medium is, she sees Sarah Winchester coming and she's like, oh, maybe I can influence this woman so that she stops mm. or she atones for what she's done or at least she's yeah. filled with guilt and maybe she'll stop building, making so, guns.
1: So it's like, so the Fox sisters, they're born in 1813, right? They're they're right. The, the kind of, t- they're two, uh, I believe they were, no, three sisters that lived in upstate New, New York and right. they sort of, They're responsible for spiritualism and they're responsible for Ouija boards and all that sort of stuff. Yeah, Pazuzu and all that. Pazuzu and all that. Uh, It all comes from there. So they're born in 1813. This shit's happening, what was it, 1840 is when all this. So the Fox sisters by 1840 are in their mid-twenties. So I don't even know to what extent that's taking off at that time. Do you know what I mean? That, That sort of... So this is really emergent, this spiritualism. This is not particularly old, right? Like it's really in vogue at the moment. Now the other thing religious
2: thinking, spiritualism was around, you know. Yeah.
1: Yeah, there was, yeah. It just it this is like this must be the time, like around the eighteen forties. It must be really like a cultural kind of phenomenon at that point. I this mean, is one of the witch are, trials yeah yeah but what I mean is like this is the point where like they're fucking vomit nectoplasm and shit and you know
0: oh I'm Timmy and I'm in the closet like all
1: all that that's probably where this is all happening right in around this time so it's probably quite quite um culturally a cultural zeitgeist now the other part is right you probably don't really have, like, she's a woman who seems to have gone through some quite difficult trauma and it trauma, seems to have yeah. affected her. We don't know if she had any mental illnesses or undiagnosed and probably was no, no diagnosis yeah, back then the anyway, woman. right? No, no, for sure. Um, so we don't know to what extent sh- she sort of had those kind of difficulties. And then, like, you know, Freud isn't even born until 1856. Mm. So, like, he's, you know, like, even the uh, the, the, the godfather of... um. Psycho, psychoanalysis, like he's not even around so like the poor woman's kind of she's real fucking in one way she's lucky and cursed that she's getting that 27 grand a day because yeah. it's a low, it's 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 uh, it's enabling this illness if in fact there aren't ghosts after her I mean is it possible that the fucking ghosts are going bananas because the Winchester rifles
2: killed so many of them I think if there was ever going to be someone that was haunted by ghosts it would be someone that as a mass producer of lethal it's, weapons, right? It's
1: it's kind of like it's kind of like the ghosts have unions or something, isn't it? These are like the Winchester Union ghosts. So yeah, they're yeah having true. A go at her, like
2: Smith and Wesson, yeah, Union, uh, <laughs> yeah. That, the others, um, yeah. It's I kind of think that this is like a madman with the money to realize their their delusions, and yeah, and yeah. The, it's probably one of the only cases in history where that that's happened where someone with that amount of issues well look i don't know i kind of i don't like you see i just don't know but i would Mm. imagine when you look at the house and you look at the crack and you look at the fact that it's like you know rooms and rooms and rooms it has no function it's just wasteful it doesn't really mean anything it's it's really all it is now is just a tourist attraction there's no actual meaning to the house there's nothing that you know you can't live there because it's so fucking weird. Mm. It's not functional. It's not plumbed in for for the most part. So yeah, I mean, what do you, what do you really say about it other than it really does seem like if you just give someone that shouldn't have millions and millions and millions <laughs> and go, oh well, have at it. I wonder, like I'm I'm wondering about these construction crews and whether they mm. just sort of Fed they were like. It. Oh yeah, Miss Winchester. Yeah, like what? What else do you want us to build, and and we'll do this and we'll do that. And because you would think Ugh. if there was such a big team th- around her, you know how this they kind of said this about like yes men. You know when you become so rich that you're surrounded by yes men. Yeah, yeah. That yeah. you lose all your sort of critical thinking. Like you're not. It's all just oh yeah, that's brilliant. It's like yeah, they yeah. kind of said that about McGregor. They were like conor mcgregor is surrounded by yes men so like now this is not what i think but i was actually just about
1: to say that before you said that i mean obviously he's had the recent loss or whatever but yeah he's he's gotten so big at the moment it's you know it's probably hard to say no to the chap
2: yeah so like everyone is the issue is that everyone around him benefits by being around him so Mm. they don't want to tell him the truth um or they don't want to offer any critical advice. The same could be said for the likes of Kanye West where, you know, he might say crazy shit or act crazy. There's no one there to be real with him mm. and say like, okay, what you did was whack. Uh that song is not good. This album is rushed or whatever. Yeah. Uh and this happens, you know, across the board with, with, with influential with people. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um so So, yeah, so yes men are a thing. So I wonder, Mm. did Sarah Winchester have her own yes men? Yeah,
1: I mean, look, it does sound like there was some sort of, what would you say, I guess mutually beneficial. I mean, her staff being very well treated and very loyal. Now, I'm assuming, look, that's more kind of waiting and service staff and stuff like that. But even with the builders, like, I mean, I don't know, man, at a certain point you might get fed up of building doors within, I don't know, maybe you wouldn't, like, or may you know i'm just trying to think of it from the well, point it's of view it is easy of money tra- it is easy money but again trades and again yeah this you're probably right you know because this is 1840s i'm sure yeah. it's not it's not like the construction boom that we have now right so you're yeah. living
2: probably on site or close yeah. by, you probably have your own quarters, loads of money. Probably your ha- your family are looked after handsomely. There's probably a little micro industry within the mansion where, like, everyone knows everyone and, and they're all chipping in and doing bits. So yeah. it's probably a good crack. And then in the middle of it, you have this, like, mad matriarch, you know?
1: Mm. But and then But also, she does seem, you know does seem like even if she is troubled or whatever you know even the staff saying they're well treated and they're loyal and they obviously have a good relationship with her she's obviously someone who isn't sort of so far in her own delusion that she's she's not you know because man i like i was on a bus the other day getting from fucking waterford to tremor or vice versa and someone started talking to me and within the first few seconds of them talking to me i was like oh you're fucking mental like I just knew yeah, yeah. from chatting to them. And again, not in a bad way. I don't mean that like oh I, I fucking Waterford is followed. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I don't mean but that I, I wrote them off because of that. But what yeah. I mean was that I I understood, I was like, right, we're we're in different places, like you know, I yeah, I, I don't know what you're gonna come out with and you sort of keep talking to me and you won't stop and you're, yeah. you know, I can tell that you're about to kick off about vaccines or something, and I'm just sort yeah. of trying to stay at range here. But, yeah. uh, and again, look, I don't know anything about that person's life, but someone like that who I talk to, I get the sense, would not be able to man an operation like this. Exactly. Now, unless, and we don't have any of the details here, could it be that an accountant was kind of pocketing a bit of cash? And yeah. Do, I mean, it's possible, but there's no evidence to say that that was the case. I think it does say an awful lot that her staff are well treated and they're very loyal and they don't speak ill of her because even if they were paid well but she was like a an awful um manager an awful an awful employer they would have mm. said something about her someone would have said something so she seems like um she seems like a decent woman Which is the good part Yeah Yeah Yeah, absolutely Seems
2: like a good part Unfortunately good people With mental illnesses Could be very Yes yes, yes. Taken for a ride as well So Mm. it it might be a bit of that Mm.
1: And the other side of it as well Is like I'm kind of Looking at this And kind of going Oh well you know All the builders Must know that there's no ghosts But I'm forgetting That this is again This is in the mid 1800s So ghosts are like It's not like nowadays Where most people Don't believe in ghosts so yeah, they, everything was I'll, to play for, yeah, exactly, a lot of people could be totally bought into this as they're
2: as they're kind of talking to her about it, you know, this is true, this is true, um I mean, if you I suppose yeah, she could have been influential within her sphere, like like she could have been so driven and so persuaded to do these things. That it, it was contagious, but it rubbed off on her workers, it rubbed Ooh. off on the staff, and they were like, "Oh yeah, we actually need to build this stuff with great urgency because it seems like Sarah is um is onto something here." But um, yeah. we have a little bit about her arc here. So in in the twenties, uh, Miss Winchester also maintained a houseboat in San Francisco Bay, and that became known as Sarah's Ark, as it was reputedly there as insurance against her fear of a second great flood. Oh, such, right. as the bib- yeah, such as the biblical one experienced by Noah and his family. But a more mundane answer is that many people of her social standing in California at the time had houseboats or yachts. Mm. I don't agree with that explanation, but the Ark was located near the Eucalyptus Grove at Winchester Road, south of what was to become the intersection of Anza Boulevard and US Highway 101. The Ark was actually destroyed by a fire, ironically, in mm. 1929. Um, and you see, I would think that um yeah, oh maybe she had a yacht for her social standing if she didn't have a massive mansion with fucking, you know, upside down fucking floors really? and everything.
1: Yeah, it it doesn't seem like it was um as novelty sized as Noah's Ark, right? Like it, it's it's no. if they're calling it a houseboat, I'm I'm mm-hmm. kind of assuming it's like it's a regular sort of a size. Yeah, I don't know I
2: go- I never found any pictures mm. of Sarah's Ark. Um I c I, I can't remember if I looked, so I'm gonna have a quick search now while we talk. Um brings up absolutely nothing really except random women that are called Sarah Winchester. So uh yeah, what do you think? What's your what's your what's your what's your take from Winchester House? Like what do you when you think Because because when I looked at it I was like this is basically a real life resident evil mansion mm. developed by someone perhaps with uh, a, a tormented soul um, g- grief stricken and at a loss of what to do maybe there was guilt on her conscience that's kind of what I took from it mm. you know?
1: yeah I, I think you're pretty much on the money like you know it's basically someone who maybe is not mentally ill but has some uh, some thinking you wouldn't even be able to say it's delusional because you know, you could say that mm. someone who becomes a priest is mentally ill because there's no evidence for God, you know, but True. they obviously aren't mentally and it's a cultural no. thing. Yeah. So she's, she bought into an idea. I don't actually think, I don't think she was mental. Right. I would say that she had a very traumatic series of events quite close together um, and just started doing things that were strange, but I don't know if she herself was mental from from reading about her.
2: Yeah, there's. Uh, it's I think, to get uh, sorry.
1: How would I say? I would say emotionally, she wasn't in a good place, but her her um her logical faculties were working. I think that's the best way to do it. In a time when there's mad Victorian spiritualism, that's you know you know that kind of way.
2: Yeah, yeah. I disagree
1: respectfully, right. and I yeah. think she was
2: mental. <laughs> Uh <laughs> <laughs> no, I just I just think that like if you were to look at the house and be like, who in their sane mine would, would build, build this? Something like this, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that's probably how. That's kind of where I I look at it from. I think that grief, uh, intense episodes of really intense grief, where you know it's it just consumes you, can cause these mental health episodes. Yeah, where, yeah. Uh, and 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 you don't you can't come back, and. I mean, look, she had a séance room. It's very interesting, though. I think if there's ever a fucking place to be haunted, it's this house. At least in yeah. modern times, this is a place in modern times that was built. Oh, that's true, man. You would even imagine because
1: we've talked about it before about leaving, um, leaving a stain of, you know, the energy that you had, maybe. So you're mm. leaving a, you know, maybe she was like an massively, echo. yeah, an echo, like, and yeah, maybe she was right. massively depressed or something like that. So I mean. It could be haunted by just those latent emotions that were never processed and they're just hanging in the air. You know the way some places you walk into and you're just like, this fucking feels deep, like this feels heavy, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, So yeah, it could be something like that.
2: Yeah, very interesting story, this whole Winchester house. Um, I I definitely want for you guys to investigate also, if you're in the area, do go and visit. Let Ooh. us know what it's like. Man, we I hope chill. we get
1: to visit it someday. That sounds
2: awesome. Yeah, yeah. podcast at com. If you do mm. visit the place, do let us know your experiences or leave a voice note on SpeakPipe. It'd be cool to hear from you if you've been there. What kind of vibes you got from the area. Um, but ultimately, yeah, I don't know where I lie on it other than it's, it's spooky, it's unusual. The seance room is uh, definitely... Mm. unusual i and think the fact that it has
1: three exits is fucking like specifically yeah. three exits that's that's creepy
2: yeah that is creepy There's it's almost a lot almost,
1: of issues and stuff it's it's almost if like she was talking to three specific people or something you know
2: it's 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 creepy Yeah. Man, it's creepy i'd like to be a fly on the wall in mm. that place in its heyday and i would love to see what mrs winchester was like as she was going about her business and I'd like to see the vibe what the workers were thinking all of that stuff so definitely a, a very interesting story we hope you enjoyed this uh, haunted house episode this is one yeah. of I think three or four haunted house episodes we've mm-hmm. done what have we done? Huska Loftus and is that it? We've so done far? This. there might be another one
1: I don't know uh, And yeah. we were going to do Hellfire maybe that's the one we're thinking of Hellfire will be coming on yeah. soon as well. So,
2: so yeah, guys, uh, have you got anything to add, Eamon, before we wrap this? No, yeah, just
1: uh, the usual thanks to all the patrons for uh, supporting us. Thanks, everybody, for listening, reviewing all that good shit. Um, I'd really be interested to, if we do have any listeners in the area, um, I'd really be interested if, you've, if you know anything about this place or if you see anything. I know we have a good few, li- well, not a good few, but most of our listeners are from California and America right that's where yeah. they're all so uh, well the most yeah
2: it's it's the most intensely focused pocket of listeners yeah. within America yeah
1: yeah and I again we're little Irish heads on us we're like Irish you probably get from California to fucking Vancouver yeah. in an hour and a half in the yeah, car. Yeah, yeah. so yeah we have no idea of, of a frame of reference or a banana for scale but um, no. yeah if you do if you know anything about this or if you visit it would really be interesting to to write into us at uh, Monstrous Podcast at Gmail Mail.com. Um yeah, just let us know. I really would appreciate that if anyone has any, any tales about it.
2: Cool. Sounds good. I have been Rob.
1: I've been aiming.
2: We have been monster fuzz over
0: and out, guys. We Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire. Huh? Ah.